Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Experience a strange adventure. I'm for a barbecue. Can you not show off while we are running for our lives? Meet strange creatures. You're not going to eat us, right? No, but they will. And discover Disney's strange world. Don't touch that. Hey, hey, stop pushing buttons. APG, only in theater. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And new Jake. Hi, everybody. And today we're going to do a spoiler cast for Strange World. And we're going to just get right into it. So if you have not seen it, um, it, it, this is it. This is your warning. We're going to play some music and we're going to get right to it. All right, so uh, Jake, we haven't heard your opinions on the movie. How was? How do you think about the three D first? Okay, my theater, the the three D was absolutely abysmal. Oh, oh man! Yeah, they ran the movie. They had the light. They had it really bright. Oh, once they have a kit, they had the projector turned up instead of down. So. I guess it's good that you didn't review it then, officially for the site. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have given it a week 3D. Yeah, and I don't think it deserves that. Um, okay. So my presentation of this, what I saw, was terrible. And I figured it was because uh, the Avatar um, trailer and uh, the um, other 3D trailer um, they had, Mario, uh, were also weak. Okay. Believe me, Betty was complaining. Oh, they had Mario 3D trailer? Yeah. Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, no. This presentation, it looked flat, too. Okay. So mm. I knew this was a, uh, a theater problem. Believe me, the, the few people that were there, we all bitched afterwards. And, of course, they didn't. Being regal, they didn't care. Well, hopefully they will give you a free coupon. <laughs> Well, that's disappointing. Um, so no, because uh, they once they saw that I was oh um, one of their club members, their attitude was I didn't have to pay much to go see this movie, and they go, "What are you going to do about the two hours of my life that were wasted?" Mm. Well, to recap, what me and uh, Jacob uh, reviewed, uh, Jacob gave it editor's choice, and I gave it great. So you missed out. Yeah, especially considering the quality of the movie. All right, let's get to the quality of the movie. Jake, uh, mm. what are your thoughts on it, since we haven't heard your opinion yet on it? Oh, this movie was wretched. It felt like, I, I felt like I, I binge-watched Netflix series. Oh, wow, okay. Because we kind of like it, but you don't love it by any means. So what kind of score would you give it? Yeah. Uh, four. Oh, wow. Why? Uh, I just thought it was pedestrian, 
predictable. Uh, I was not. I was not the least bit impressed by the um, handicapable dog that they did everything in their power to make it look like the poor thing didn't have three legs. Um, (laughs) It it had three legs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. And the the 500th first-time gay character that can be uh, eliminated by dubbing because he had no, nothing... Absolutely, that could not be dubbed out in another market to say he was gay. Yeah, they could have just said he's a friend, and that was a new friend, and that's it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm like going, and how many times has Disney promoted our first gay character? Okay. So, I was not impressed. This was almost, to me, this was like a a cringe comedy version of a woke movie. Uh, It's (laughs) like, oh... it did have the avocado toast, so I mean, you're kind of on the money on that regard. Yeah, and the all those all the stuff and the eco and and it was just so predictable. And then I was like, going, oh, and then and then when I called the twist, I was like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no surprises. So the twist of being a turtle, you didn't. I didn't get that. I was like, I don't know what this is, but sure. Okay, yeah. it's a it's a world. It's a it's a thing in a, a lot of Asian mythology and Native American, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. There's several cultures that we the whole Earth is on the back of the turtle. <laughs> okay, so let's get into some of the more aspects of this. So, um, you know, we we learn about. The, the father and the son, and, the, and they are fighting each other about exploring, and they find the plant, which they call Pando, which I never got why. <laughs> never, like, okay, yeah. sure. I thought support for pandering. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the father's quest was to go on the other side of the mountains, because no one has ever done that before. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I don't know what else they're going to find over there, but I, I can't imagine it would be that interesting. And then, you know, oh, it's ocean. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is, is the answer. Okay. But, um, you know, he gets lost, and um, they try to find him, and they're like, oh, son, you don't need to go. You need to stay here and protect the f- farm. And I was like, really? It's just the farm between the three people? The, mo- the mom, the dad, the, the son? That's it? They don't have, like, a team of people? They're the inventors of the whole economy? <laughs> they don't have <laughs> other machines yeah. or anything else? Yeah. And naming your kid Searcher, I mean, damn, that would have given, he should have kicked him off the turtle. <laughs> um, I mean, I respect farming as an as a industry, but I mean, three people doing it, that's just too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe uh, if it was just a garden? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for farming, we would all be dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I was at first worried that the mom was going to be a, a character that, well, I... It, the mom did get better in the presentation, but she was very light. Like, we really didn't get that much time with her. Yeah. Well, it was more of a father-son story. Yeah. And yeah. and lots of exposition. Lots and lots yeah. and, and lots. Well, it's it's written by the guy who co-wrote Ray and the Last Dragon, so what do you expect? <laughs> well, you never know, but maybe. Ray and the Last Dragon. I mean, this was one of the worst misfires. Uh, I mean, this rates up there with things like Chicken Little and Mars Needs. I kept going, God, I miss the Robinsons. But that's actually a well-regarded movie. I haven't oh, seen I, it. But... Uh, I love Meet the Robinsons. 
I but, mean, this, I mean was more, this was more of Mars needs mom's territory. Yeah. And I hated the character designs. And I kept thinking, God, uh, this is like the anti-up. Now, I'm surprised, Jake, because I, I was thinking that this is right up your alley. You love these 1940s, 30s kinds of serial adventure kind of things like Up and like this. I do. And this had none of it. It was all surface and not even good surface. It's like whoever they didn't they just did one day's Wikipedia research and it's like, oh, let's and for the art, let's rip off Indiana Jones logos and stuff were all just ripped off of Raiders. Uh, that was fairly purchased by LucasArts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I guess the other questions were, how do they know where to go? Um, <laughs> they go into this thing and they they crash in and like, okay, how do you how do you already have a hole here? How do you know where to go? I mean, the whole movie I was kind of thinking, um, okay, so where are you going? You say you're going to find the issue, but how the hell do you know where anything is? You've never been here before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, of course, you know, some people get separated, and then you see um, the son um, and separate, or the father get separated, and the mom and the... I guess the the president or leader? I don't know. She's president. Okay. And then they're like, okay, you got to stay the ship. We got to make sure. And then the kid is like, I want to go out for an adventure and find my things. And it's like, okay. Um, first of all, aren't you... I, I know kids are, are cocky and arrogant and they think they're invincible, but... I think I would be pretty cautious and be like, you know what? I don't. This is really weird. Um, there's a lot of light in this area, and it's supposed to be underground. It doesn't make any kind of sense. Everything's purple and pink, so maybe I shouldn't be um, exploring. <laughs> maybe I should be smart, but maybe I'm just not. Maybe I'm smart now, and I, I don't think how kids think. But yeah, the whole hollow earth thing was done so much better in the in the recent uh, Godzilla movies. Eh. I'd say better in Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, better than that. Yeah, exactly. Or heck, this even the Rock sequel was better. Yeah, because it was fun. That was bad. <laughs> so we get this separated, and the, and the father finds his father, and then they get attacked by tentacle things. Um, and uh, father has a fire gun. That has infinite ammo, which is awesome. <laughs> I don't know how the hell he made that. <laughs> but cool. <laughs> and um, he he knows how to eat because he looks totally fine. So I don't know how he figured out what to eat. But I guess that's being, being an explorer. You explore what you eat. But being down there for 25 years, it's impressive that he's as good a shape as any. You know? Yeah. And they're trying to find each other and... Eventually, the, the big idea behind it was that this cre- this is you're inside the creature because Searcher finds out um, and his son that they're on uh, you know on a turtle and they they fly outside and go the other side of the mountains and they see a giant eyeball and that's the revelation that they're trying to do and they're like no we're, we actually need to kill the pando because. Um, it's actually a, a fungus of some sort or, or some kind of um, infection infection or, or something disease yeah yeah that is hurting it and if by using pando it, it makes it work weak 
and they just got to destroy it so that way it could survive and everything else in there was the immune system and such. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. I wasn't expecting it. I, I kind of liked it. Instead of having a direct, instead of harvesting it very efficiently, but I guess they had, they, since they were growing it on the, uh, well, this twist of the turtle being the world is is really common in uh, anime. And so it wasn't that hard for me to uh, predict because it's, I figured they had to do something to try to worm their way into the Asian market, particularly China. So they went with the world turtle. Now, I was disappointed that there's only one turtle and it seems to be stationary <laughs> and are going somewhere and not have like multiple turtles. And that would be kind of a cool, more cool idea. I Heck, if they had did that, I might have given this a five. Because it's just like, okay, um, another issue, there's, you know, different races and such, which is cool. I'm not against diversity, but if all of humanity is on this turtle and the turtle is going different ways... Uh, would there really be enough time to deviate and have different skin tones because of the sun? Because it seems like it's just going different ways of the ocean. So wouldn't it? Wouldn't it everyone be look the same? Yeah, and their technology—they sure developed an awful lot of technology that differentiated from different environments in this one singular environment. But I think yeah. we're a lot more. We're we're considering we have more consideration and thought about this movie than the people who made it. <laughs> now I wasn't ever bored here. I thought it was just kind of okay. No, uh, I was bored to tears. I just I was like I hated this movie. I would rather see a wrinkle in time again than see this. Wow. <laughs> now um, I'm surprised how the grandpa is progressive and you know understands everything and is okay with the son or the grandson and i was like okay you would think he would be actually more you know crazy um not just like because yeah. he's a grandpa but if you're by yourself for 20 years you're gonna go crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah i believe they put this in theaters of all the things they sent to streaming this should have been the one they sent. so you would have switched it and had but but they wouldn't have the one of the biggest losses in Disney history. I mean, this is going to rate up there, losing money for Disney like John Carter. I don't know if it'll go that far. I think it'll be closer to Treasure Planet losses, but yeah, well, that's another one I can't stand. I haven't seen that one. It's terrible. It's 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 even worse than the Atlantis one. Um, I think that Treasure Planet's all right. Not, I, I'd probably give that a six too or five. It's it's in that range. It's not terrible. I, yeah, I would I would definitely give Treasure Planet a five, and Atlantis I'd also give it a five. It's in that range. It's not bad. I watched them both on Disney Plus, and they're like, okay, it's it's enjoyable enough. I'm glad I didn't watch it in theaters, and it's fine. And um. You know, the 3D really could have been a lot more interesting, I feel like, too, in this. Where I do agree that I really liked it, like Jacob said, but I feel like some shots could have been played up more. And maybe they were afraid to do it because it's, uh, you know, animated kids movie, quote unquote. You know, they're aiming it to be kids, so they don't want to push it and make the kids, you know, overwhelm them or something. But I don't really feel like that's a valid excuse, considering that the How to Train Your Dragon movies all played up the 3D and the kids loved it. So... Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, all watching this movie, I kept wanting to watch it. 
I just wanted to leave the theater and go see something like How to Train Your Dragon or or uh, the Robinson, you know, meet the Robinsons. There was um, and up. Uh, I even I was like going, God, I'm sitting here, butt twitching, just wanting out of here. It also didn't help that they were crying kids in the theater. I think they wanted to leave too. <laughs> only I was the only person in my theater watching the movie on opening weekend. It was something. Yeah, there were a, it, there were actually several walkouts. Wow, I had some kids crying, but I don't. I get to them out. I don't care. Um, you know, so it's interesting, um, and it, it's it's really it has no soul to it. I guess they're progressive in some ideas, but they're not really like trying to give any kind of depth um, here to these characters. And I don't really you don't cry. You don't have any connection to them. You're like, okay, I like all of them, but you're, you're okay. Everything was surf. Yeah. This felt like a first draft. Everything was surface. It's like, oh, let's just throw these woke out. Do you, do you think this movie is the reason why Bob Chapek was fired? I, I think this might be the very last straw. Yeah. Because because uh, his other decisions, he left money on the table, and this time he cost him money, big time. Yeah. I think this was the very last straw. And then, plus, they're going into their 100th uh, anniversary. And uh, this is what represent was their Thanksgiving release for their hundredth anniversary. Oi! Now that new intro is pretty nice. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. All right. Well, there isn't that much to the movie, so there isn't that much else we could talk about. I felt like we pretty much covered all the bases here. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, all we would be doing is beating a dead horse. All right. Um. So even if you had a pristine 3D presentation, you wouldn't rewatch this, Jake. I don't think so. Wow. Okay. Jacob, do you have any last words? Anything else? No. Not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, we give crap to DreamWorks sometimes, but sometimes Disney can make a, a turd too, and this might be it. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I've always thought Disney was not as ever as good as Pixar. Yeah. Yeah, Disney hasn't been the same since Walt passed. Their animation just hasn't been the same. There's definitely ups and downs, um, but Pixar usually is the better ones of the, you know. Uh, exactly. Like, I really loved Encanto last year, and um, no one cared about... Yeah, Encanto was really Yeah, good. it became yeah, huge you... in, at home, but theater-wise, nobody cared. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as big as it probably could have been, because, you know, they released it on Thanksgiving and then released it for, you know, home for Christmas, so people were just like, I'll wait to home, so... But yeah, when it came home, people really loved it. And um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Encanto felt so great. You would swear it was a Pixar movie, and it had no villain, which was really cool. Uh huh. Exactly. That was a nice. Yeah. Exactly. The closest thing to a villain was the grandmother, and she wasn't a villain at all. Not really. Yeah. Just misunderstood. Uh huh. And she misunderstood the situation. So I mean. It had a, a sense of reality to it. There's not always a villain. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we're gonna wrap up because uh, you know we're not. This is not Encanto spoiler cast. This is a strange world, and we kind of keep changing subjects because there's not much here. So it, it's disappointing, and uh, that's gonna be it for us. Bye. 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 All right. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mister Bungle Five. Kano3D, 
Gravity Head Zero, Alex Folk, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.